Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte, and you're with Stan, Rowe, and Raph on the SGP Podcast. Woo! Are you ready? You're listening to the SGP Podcast. You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the SGP Podcast. Stancy and Raf Camus in for this week. No Romaran feeling under the weather for this week, but he'll be back by next, so that should be good. Um, this week on the podcast, uh, we kind of build it na last week. Palang, yeah, uh, we yeah. would have special guests, and we were only expecting one. We got more than we asked for, which is always good. Uh, I, I have this philosophy in life: na wakang tatangi sa grasha. Yeah, it's a, it's a happy surprise, if you will. Happy surprise. So we got <laughs> friends from MWF joining us. It's Frankie Thirteen joining us for his first appearance on the podcast, along with senior analyst Tarek El Tayek, uh, also of MWF. So. They've got some stories to share. I'd like to think that both of them were part of the OG of PWR. Yes. And at the same time, they were very interesting. They're, they are very interesting characters in MWF right now. Yeah, obviously. Of course, uh, Tarek, with the role that he plays as an analyst, uh, I'm sure he'll be uh, featured more in the future shows as we yes. get along. Of course, you got Frankie 13, who, as we do know, uh, is out with an injury. But that's his story right Broken now. Broken arm. With, uh, with uh, Danger Rex Lawin. So we'll get into... Where they are in MWF now, how they got into MWF. Well, you know, mostly Frankie. Mostly Frankie. Uh, yeah, um, they will be mentioning some names, some names you'll be familiar with, some names not so much. So uh, we're going to apologize in advance if Frankie ends up mentioning some of the real names of several wrestling personalities, both past and present. If you need clarifications, hit us up on social. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I do try my best to interject towards the. Uh, middle part of the interview, just, you know, to clarify who is whom. Uh, but if you figured that out by your, by yourself because of how they interact with whomever or, on social yeah. media, good for you. But for those of you, you know, who, um, who still, still, you yeah. know, who, who still uh, have the curtain up in front of them, for whom kayfabe is totally much alive and if real. If it's still real to you, if it's still real to you, <laughs> then you know I respect that, and you know we we do try our uh, we do try our best to. Uh, identify who's whom, and again, we apologize in advance, especially to these personalities who, uh, you don't want your names out there. So yeah, yeah. and and if it's your first time really deep diving into the scene as a whole, you know it's it's not it, it is it will get difficult trying to keep up with who is who and when they were there. Actually, yes, yes, uh, we do a lot is, of jumping around yeah. through, uh, through Frankie's account. I think uh, one of one of the problems of being one of the guys in the early part of the scene is so much happened. And then as you'll find out with Frankie 13, he kind of had to dissociate himself yeah. from the, scene as from a the local scene. So oh. uh, the timeline's a bit jumbled for him. So Kaminikamos and, you know, with, with Tarek's help as well, we try to put together everything in a cohesive timeline as best as, as best we can. We, can yeah. uh, we don't promise that it's seamless and... 
uh, easy to digest as you'd like it to be. But you know, we tried. And the story is, but it, at the end of the day, it's a great story to tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, Frankie had his story to tell. Uh, if you don't know, Frankie Thirteen was the guy who set up the Facebook group from which PWR would come. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Frankie Thirteen was also there when they trained in the AFP gym. Those days, yes. And he young boyed at the very first Revolution X, and even at a few PWR shows. Up until uh, 2017. Yeah. So he isn't just some guy who randomly appeared and materialized when MWF came to be. But some of yeah. the MWF guys, when they first appeared, we literally never heard of them, never seen them before. Yeah. We didn't know. We didn't know that they had interest in this. But then guys like Frankie. He's like, oh yeah, we've sort of seen you around. Yeah, Frankie Thirteen was part of that OG alongside the likes of, say, Robin Sane. Uh, he was friends with Mr. Lucha dating back to their PWR days. Of course, Tarek El Tayek, also part of that, that group. group. Uh, yep. Mike Shannon. So, you know, they were all part of that, that same group. Um, but they all left PWR at different times for their own different reasons. And that's something that Frankie will touch on. And if you want a little bit more backstory on, say, Robin Sane's side, you can listen to that episode, which is in our archives. Okay, so just... Yes. Uh, uh, dig deep uh, what, what we're trying to do here on the podcast is not just really uh, get to know people in the scene but also try to try to compile an oral history of sorts of the scene oh my god I, I cannot what? wait till we end up doing this, this we're writing this out as a full length book at this point yeah because <laughs> we're, we're at that point uh, we're in what year 5 of the podcast where we've uh, talked to enough people and given their accounts, if you know, masipag kang magtranscribe and all that, yeah. you'd actually be able to write something out of it. Yeah, there's some, there, there's material. Yeah, there is material. So you know, transcribe. Uh, yeah. So we hope that if you ever take this on as a project before we do, uh, maybe the Frankie Thirteen interview can, uh, you know, be one step towards you trying to piece together the timeline of the local scene. Yeah. Right. So okay, now bef- uh, now that. That prelude is done. Let's talk a little bit about the Greatest Royal Rumble. Because oh, coming out of it, there was a lot of disappointment, and I get that. Because what we got, which we already mentioned, was a glorified house show. Yes. And there was potential for it to be a little bit more than that. And on some levels, it was. On very specific matches, like I would say the AJ and Nakamura match was better than their Mania match. And the Greatest Royal Rumble was interestingly booked. But Yo, I had fun watching the Rumble itself. Yeah, the Rumble itself was interesting. And the Nakamura match, like I felt this was better than the, their Mania match. But apart from that, everything else was like... How show? You know, we talked about this last week when I asked you guys uh, if the WWE was in the right or in the wrong to even do business with the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia given its treatment of women, given how, you know, a lot of the Saudi fans, as we'd come to see during the show, show are mostly casuals or people who didn't really give a shit. Greatest Royal Rumble as a status symbol. Yes, and that was a thing. You could see it from the people in the front row. Guys, especially if you really observe the crowd. And if you would read some of the reports that came out of the GRR, na the uh, the royal, royal family, family wanted to see The Undertaker and Yokozuna and The Ultimate Warrior. Two-thirds of those people are dead. <laughs> so, you know, that's, so why they ended up, yeah, that's why they ended up booking uh, Hiroki... Uh, was it, what's his name? I cannot see, Sumi. Sumi. So the, 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 the sumo big, wrestler. Yeah, the, the, the sumo wrestler who was sort of brought in by Nakamura. I think that's what that's what I'm picking up. Are you just saying social. this because he's Japanese? No, no, no. I'm legitimately saying this because that's what social it Im, is implied on Nakamura social. I you know I wouldn't know. I I just felt like 
it was a disappointment all around. Uh, it could have been yeah. done so much better. And um, hey, but but there are positives to take away. There are yeah, there some are positives to take away. Looking at Daniel Bryan's performance, oh, uh, the AJ so Nakamura uh, match slash segment, I thought that was okay, but. I'm not sure if I'm in the minority here because I was listening to Bill Simmons and Dave Shoemaker. They were talking about how the Roman Reigns storyline is actually compelling now. Because I'm not of the compelled. Chase. I'm not compelled. Yeah, I, I actually disagree. And normally I agree with the takes of those two guys. Yeah. But uh, this is one of no. those times where I'm like, I'm not sure what these guys are on because I'm not enjoying this one bit. Like, I just want Roman to win the Universal Championship. And be with na. it. Eh, Reign of Terror. He already beat. He, he just passed 4-3-4. Wait, Brock did? Brock is... I No, 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 he Isn't didn't. He? No! Because WrestleMania happened April April 2 or April 3. Okay. Right? Yeah. It's only been a year and a month. That's only 390-something days. Come, what the fuck? So he has, like, this month. This month. Yes. No, to... a little more than a month. <laughs> okay. A little more than a month. I, I'm not even sure if they're trying to break the CM Punk record. Frankly, I don't give a shit. I think they have to at this point. I just want Roman to win. Uh, and, and frankly, that's not going to win at Backlash. So, I don't know. Um, I'm done with the Universal Championship being held hostage. I'm done with Brock Lesnar. I just want to move the fuck on. Right? Which we can't do yet. Um, I, <sighs> I will tell you that I didn't get to see all of the GRR. Uh, there are like two or three matches I haven't seen. Okay. The ones that I did catch were kind of fun. Like I liked the ladder match. I thought that I think AJ Nakamura was fun. Right, but you know, um, I don't Apart know. Apart from that, right? I I just wish that if you were gonna go all out, right? you were gonna have a casual crowd that would really pop for a champion. Lada na nakita mo na Bray Wyatt and Matt yeah. Hardy would win the Raw Tag Team Championships, and they kind of popped for that. Yeah. So why not pull the trigger on Roman finally winning? Why not? And, and, and technically, from a very very technical standpoint, he did. He should have. He should have. I don't know. I, yeah, I, yeah, I don't yeah. even want to complain about it anymore because my main complaint isn't that Roman uh, should have won. It's that Roman didn't win. And, and like, and that's it. That's it. That's, that's all there is to it. Or maybe the compelling part is the fact that I'm actually advocating for Roman to win now. Part, just because you're talking about it and you wanted to... They, they hate-watched you into it. They hate, yeah, yeah, hate you watch. into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Hate-watching. Hate-watching. That's the thing. But like, uh, <laughs> it's it's kind of like what I talked about on radio a few hours ago, which was my relationship with Riverdale. It's abusive. Now I I hate watch Riverdale at this point, but you still force yourself to do it. Yeah, because by I hate watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it's rough, but yeah. What can we do? What can we do at this point? Well, we can look forward to backlash. Yeah, we can. We can. It's a few days away, so we might as well get into our predictions for a backlash. Oh, because so we're back to eight matches, and I'm kind of sad because now that it's a dual branded PPV, that means a lot of storylines will get further shoved down. Uh, May chapuera sila cast to the wayside basically. Yeah, it's it, it's uh it, it's a waste honestly. I would rather have the old schedule and I can't believe I'm asking for this but what I liked was how we'd still get these random feuds on the brand up on a singles match lang. like I don't so, know. Uh, Ty Dillinger versus Baron Corbin. And you know, it's not the, it's not the most compelling thing but could do something for you. Yeah, and you know it gives them time to work, but whatever. We're here, so let's get to let's the get through it. Let's get through backlash predictions because there is a lot going on. Yeah, you got eight matches. So let's start with Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. I take Cami for this one just because I like the way that they're going on Raw and this dynamic versus the two monsters. Yeah, could work out. 
Yeah, you mentioned that they were monsters. I don't think the monsters are going to lose a match this easily. I'm not sure what the plan is for Braun and Lashley. I don't think they're going to be a tag team. If they are, I think it's very strange. But I don't think Lashley's losing his first PPV match. I think no. I think if they, if they make if they make the angle coming out of this Braun versus Lashley, that would be compelling for me. Okay. All right. Next, Daniel Bryan versus Big Cass. I think Big Cass wins here because Daniel Bryan's big enough a star na a loss in his first. Singles PPV, yeah. it's not really gonna hurt him all that much. And, and Cass think, needs it more. Yeah, Cass needs it more. And, and Cass has been Cass has been serviceable, serviceable, bordering good in this in this role for him coming back. Let me ask you this though: Is Big Cass a heel because he's a Trump supporter, or is he a heel because <laughs> he looks like the weird son of Edge, or is he a heel because he's annoying, or is a is he a heel because he was pegged as Daniel Bryan's next opponent? I think it has to be because he's facing Daniel Bryan. He is default the heel. But at the same time, he's pulling off enough um, sophomoric antics on SmackDown as evidenced by the midget that came out. Yeah. um, There was that. There was that too. I think the best thing WWE could have done for him was to make him Daniel Bryan's opponent. Lalana, they were trying to make him a heel anyway. Yeah. And it's it's working. And I think coming out of this, Cass, you know, Cass becomes a solid mid-card guy. That's that's all it is here. I guess, I guess, yeah. Could work out, could work out. Next, Roman Reigns versus Samoa Joe. You know uh, what, if we're going to go with the chase, uh, let yeah. Samoa Joe beat Roman Reigns. Please, please, at this point. If we're going to do this, let's let's just do that. Let's have uh, Joe beat Roman to a pulp, and then let's move the fuck on. Samoa Joe beats Samoa Joe. That yeah. works. And, and, and the match itself could be good. Could be good. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. Could be really good, but... I don't put it past Roman to to pull out the win here. I, like I don't put like booking wise, I don't put it past them to, to let him win against Joe. So ano nga, who are you yeah. picking to win? Roman. Okay, I, Roman. I pick Joe. Roman. Right. Next, uh, SmackDown Women's Championship. It's Carmella versus Charlotte. I think Carmella retains Carmella this retains. because it's too it's too early, by the way. Yeah, and I like what she's doing with it. Yan, yan. I think the uh, the iconics are gonna get involved, and then somehow Becky and Naomi might uh, fit into this feud, or Becky and uh, shit Oscar. Women's, women's division shenanigans. Basically. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Next up, you have Nia versus Alexa for the Raw Women's Championship. You know, sila. Oh no, no women. No. And, Saudi Arabia. So let's put them all there. Put them all here. Yeah, uh, I think Nia Jax continues to win. Yes. We're not gonna get a moment of bliss. I actually like these segments, uh, these moments of bliss segments that she's been coming out with since Mania, and it's fun. Yeah, uh, they take the anti-bullying stance and put it on its head. The only negative thing here is that WWE actually has an anti-bullying, anti-bullying platform, yeah. and which by, some of you forget by exists. parodying it. Mas lalo nila ginagagawing sarili nila, de ba? It shows you na oh what so the BSR campaign is bullshit. Spoiler: It actually is. Because yes. look at what happened to Jim Ross, right? <sighs> so I don't know. Um, I'm. I'm, I I like the idea. I just think the execution. The execution could use work. Yeah. 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 United Pirate States things. Championship match. Jeff Hardy defends against Randy Orton. I, I think, think Jeff, Jeff retains. Yeah. yeah. Not just say here. Yeah. Intercontinental Championship. Seth Rollins versus the Miz. Gonna then Miz is on Raw. I wait. No, they're Miz both on, on Raw. Sp- Miz on SmackDown. Oh yeah. Sorry. Miz is on SmackDown. Miz on SmackDown. Thanks, Smackdown. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't put it past the Miz. You know what I said? Don't put it past it. I just think that yeah. Rollins wins because Miz is on SmackDown. That's that's it. But wouldn't it be fun to, for 
SmackDown to have both mid card titles. Uh, no, for, no, for a while, for a while. No, because wala ka ng Universal Championship on Ay, Raw. Tama, 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 tama. So that's not smart. That's not smart. Yeah, so Rollins retains this. Rollins, that's yeah. it. They're just gonna give us a good match and then done. Okay. And your main event, or what I hope will be the main event, what I think will be the main event. What no DQ match the for the event. WWE Championship. AJ versus Nakamura. Ito na, Nakamura wins Nakamura this. wins this. This has to be it. The Stip set it up for Low Blow City to become a thing. Yep. And I wouldn't mind seeing the club getting involved. I would actually Ooh. like that. Uh, as, enforcer, as enforcer types? I mean, like, if, if Nakamura brings... The, his own his, cavalry and then AJ brings out Gallows and Anderson then again I don't know I don't know I, it, it's hard because AJ's the baby face yeah. and then she may rest back right? so I'm not sure how that'll work so I'm just gonna go out and say that Nakamura somehow wins the championship yeah and, and that'll be the main event and rightfully so I think Nakamura doesn't put on the showcase that you know we were expecting from Mania this isn't the Mania match that you wanted but this will be a more compelling story at this point yeah, sure. Yeah, I could live with that. I could live with that. All right, there you have it. Those are our predictions for Backlash. Let us know what you think. Do you agree? Disagree? If you have any other predictions you want to throw in there, it's at the SGP Podcast on Twitter at Caveman Camus at underscore Stancy and at Rose War. Now, let's get to our interview with MWF's Frankie Thirteen and a special appearance by analyst Tarek Altayek. Yeah. We got a first here on the podcast because, well, technically not a first because we had Robin Saint on. Yes. Uh, but, some months ago. But this guy. But this guy is another OG in the Philippine wrestling scene. He's been there since the beginning. And He's you forget. Seen, and you forget. You forget. But if you go through the history of uh, wrestling in the Philippines, at least through this decade, this guy was pretty much responsible for some things that went down. He was a first-hand witness in a lot of things that happened. And you may have seen him as a young boy in the first few PWR shows, particularly Revolution X 2015. So let's bring on into the podcast someone we've wanted to have for a long time. MWF talent, Frankie 13. Yes, Frankie 13. Welcome to the podcast. Um, hello, Kasmarkala and Kamusta, mga kapafets. Oh, well done. <laughs> All right, uh, that, that other voice you heard in the background is MWF senior analyst Tarek El Tayek, also joining us in the booth. So, if you're familiar with the uh, Kevin Durant podcast series on the Bill Simmons podcast, uh, Tarek here is going to be kind of like KD's agent, Rich Kleinman. He'll be in the background, he'll probably chime in with some, some offhand stories or whatever, but it's mostly the Frankie 13 show tonight. So, we're going to try to that's get the to title. know things. That's, a, that's the title already. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm, that's, I'm, that's I'm using that. I'm using that. The Grand Grappler. Yeah, so, okay, uh, I think to get to your story, we're going to have to pull a Jessica Jones, and I'll have to tell you to start at the beginning. Oh, okay. Um, so, like right now, actually, like, really start. Yeah, no, no, yeah okay, yeah, fine. Yeah, let let okay, me ask you questions to get the ball oh, yeah, rolling. Okay, like, okay so, uh, it's, it's 2018, you're a few years into your journey as a pro wrestler, but uh, a lot of people might not know that you were actually one of the guys who put together that Facebook group where PWR came from, so... How As a does very that young man. Yeah, how, how does that happen? You, you, you weren't even 18 at the time. Um, so I think I was 14 or 15. What? Uh, I was part of a group called... I don't know if you guys were part of this. Filipino wrestling community. No, no. No, I do remember that. I remember seeing it, but I wasn't in it. So like the admin there was the Lumanag Brothers. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that so, was, that's Keaton and Brian. Yeah, so I was... No, I was, I was kind of close. Well, not really super close, but close to the point where they made me an admin there. And there was also a page called WWE Philippines. Yeah, we yeah, know yeah, that yeah. one. We know that so, one. So, uh, 
Ace, aka uh, well, Canto Terror, he used to be an admin there. And he was also, I think he was also added as an admin by Brian in the... At some point. Yeah, at some point. I don't yeah. know, but... Yeah, for context, Brian Lumanog is one of the social media guys at PWR. And, so yeah. he's... And his brother, Keaton, also. He's one of the guys who you see with his phone uh, at ringside. I love Brian. Anyway, so... Um, I think uh, I was doing a lot of efeds back then mm. on Facebook. You're one of those guys. Promotion yeah. wars. <laughs> yeah. Hey, those things. Those things were fun. So I, I pitched in the Filipino wrestling community and like, hey, what if we have our own local efed in WWE Philippines? Because they were doing like this quiz championship stuff. So I posted it in the Filipino wrestling community. Hey, who wants to join? I think I did. I think I posted that. I, don't, I forgot. Anyway, yeah. So it was a long time ago. Yeah, it was a long time ago. What ended up happening was I created a a different Facebook group, and I asked a bunch of guys from the Filipino wrestling community um, if they if they want to join. So they did, and the plan was we were me and Ace were supposed to make a an efed, but like I remember one night I was talking to him. Hey, what? Why, why not make an actual promotion that them? And then he told me, man, because I'm not buying the rings high spots, eh. <laughs> So high spots, pa talaga. Yeah. Okay. So can you buy the ring? Where else? No, if it's no, not high spots. No, there, there are other ways. There are yeah. other, there are other ways. But then high spots is the one that you know a lot of people online figure out first. Make your own. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, well, for, there's that. <laughs> like for for weeks after, I've been looking at high spots rings, and I was asking Ace, like, yo, if I save like 500 a week. How long until we get an actual ring? That was like, Ace being Canto Terror. Yeah, Ace being Canto Terror. And then when Brian got added in, I think we during that time, Mikers, Mike, uh, Mikers and uh, William was already in the group now. So it's Mike Shannon and William Elvin as you know them now in MWF. Yeah, and then we got a bunch of people in. I forgot, I forgot them. But during that point. Brian Brian Lumanog was also trying to find a ring. So I remember he posted a picture of him in some boxing gym and Barang he was already canvassing like what kind of rings like we can buy or we can use. That was after that, um uh we the only problem along is who's gonna train us? Kasi, right, right. Diba, like Vladimir pro wrestler here in the Philippines, like an actual one. So who could who could who knows how to do things? Yeah. Yes, that's uh, what a pro wrestler actually does, Camus. Bumps. Yeah, Shut up, Camus. <laughs> Shut up, Camus. I did it. Okay, there. Thank you. There yes. you go, sir. Yeah, you can leave now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll see you in the Jollibee like after. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. So so after that, um, there was like one guy in the group. His name was Arnel. He he does staff work for us in MDLF now as like a bo- bodyguard bo- what do you call that uh, um, he was previously featured on Sagot Kita anytime <laughs> anywhere yeah he was one of the hoodlums unfortunate dredges of society <laughs> yeah. so he would post videos of yeah. himself doing chain wrestling in Kevin City Circle okay that was so I contacted him hey like you look like you can wrestle maybe you can train us <laughs> <laughs> and then he told me like yeah man like why don't you why don't you join us in Parks and Wildlife and we'll, I'll show you like what goes on and during that time I didn't really want to be a wrestler yeah um, I was having so much panic attacks back then so I figured I'm just gonna be the world's youngest booker 
<laughs> that was uh, so about 15, 14? I think I turned 15 no I think I turned 15 during the time where I was trying to find someone to trade us already. Right, okay. right. So at 15, you were like, okay, let me be the world's youngest booker. Yeah. <laughs> Galing. I was only depending on my booking experiences from EFEDs. <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, it. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I used to book a, a WCW EFED. Um, anyway. Did you win? Hmm? Did you win? What do you mean? You're, like you the said, Monday Night War. Yeah. Did you win? Did you no, no. Like in, in that this e- version. <laughs> in, in, this, in this alternate <laughs> universe... WCW has already won uh, the Monday Night Wars. Some of that, yeah. You took over when they already won. You yeah. weren't even there for all the action. Dude, I was I was playing as Paul Heyman. No, you were not. You were playing as a trust fund kid. That's what you were doing. I, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> you were putting in the work. Um, hey, I love the YOLOs. Yeah, we'll, get that. we'll get yeah. to that. We'll get okay, to that. Okay, so like, I, I go to their training, their yeah. quote-unquote training, Wherein yeah. they just roughhouse each other like on the grass. That was I was kind of convinced because you know that was the first time I ever saw real life chain wrestling. And yeah, you're, and you're 15 years old. Yeah, because they were doing like yeah. the Japanese chain wrestling say oh, chain wrestling shit, stuff, and it was which pretty is brutal, pretty intense. How would they know? I think they were just watching videos because they they were like one of those people who does martial arts and like they also watch a bunch of you know Japan stuff. That was, yeah, I think after that, they told me, oh, um, I'm not actually going to be the one who's going to be training all of you. I'm going to be, like, a an assistant coach. That's what Arnell told me. Mm. So I asked him, like, who's going to be, who's going to be, like, the actual trainer? And he told me, oh, this guy named, um, named Tino, <gasps> who's, who, who's Rex Lawin right now. Right. So I, so I told Arnell, hey, can you give me the Facebook of that guy so I can talk to him about... The program, like how the training would go, the flow of the training, um, yeah, basically the scheduling stuff, the logistics. Yeah. Wow, at fifty, yeah. yeah. And four years later, both <laughs> your arm. Yeah, and then so my first interaction with Rex Lawin, man, he's such a dick. Like, <laughs> so so I grabbed, like, I said like, hey, uh, I heard you were gonna, no, you're good at training us, like you're good at training uh like. People. Uh, yeah, people. For and then for martial arts purposes. Yes. I think. Uh, no, no, I think it was just I. I told him straight up like, "Yo, we're yeah. doing pro wrestling," and then he yeah. started bullying me. He he was <laughs> yeah he was bullying me really bad. He was. How old was he at that time though? I don't know. Does it matter? <laughs> no, no, no. Because he's he's fifteen. I don't. We don't. It know. doesn't matter. I think your point was Frankie no. was a child and pinakitripanchani Rex Lawi. To be fair. He's tall, so he doesn't look like a child. Well, Rex hasn't seen me n- during that time. <gasps> I haven't met him. This was all online? Yeah, this was all oh, online. Oh, okay. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay, this was all oh, online. Oh, what's wrong with you if you're tall or if you're tall? Based on like, a profile picture. Yeah, yeah. Not every profile picture. Yeah, yeah. Not every profile picture. It's like bullying. a height guide. True, true. Well, also, I think I have eyeliner on my profile picture, so I guess that's why <laughs> he didn't I'm, take I'm, me seriously. Yeah, you were probably asking for I was, it. I was going to yeah. say, I was gonna say I'm, I'm so getting into that later, but... <laughs> Continue your story, okay. sir. Yeah, so I asked him, and then he was telling me that he was going to beat my ass and stuff. So, I messaged Arnell, yo, what the, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Then Arnell told me, oh, don't worry, he's just testing your character. Well, and I was like, oh, okay. But then after that, um, I think I got I got really, really piled up with schoolwork. So, I I made a post in the MWF page because... MWF page? Oh, wait, fuck. Uh, uh, the P. 
the PWR group pa pala. P- okay. Pardon. Um, the PWR group that I can no longer I can no longer continue as the head of the group because of school shit. And I was gonna I think I was nearing graduation. So I passed on I made a post passing on the control to William. And mm. stay in school, kids. Actually. Yeah, and then after <laughs> that education is important. Um they all had that meeting in Trinoma. With, oh, that meetup with a lot of like known people now in in the scene. And yeah, so so can you just enumerate some of these run names? Us, run us down the list. Uh, we got Borman, uh, Borman, who would eventually be what Nelson Junior. Yeah, Nelson, Nelson, Nelson Junior. Got Bombay. He was always nice to me. Uh, Mikers, Mike Shannon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who's he? Like, I I remember the face, but. Uh, do you guys remember Mike Vargas? Yes. 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 Mike Vargas. I forgot his his actual MJ. name. MJ. Oh, MJ. MJ Lapus. Shout out. Uh, who else? Oh, man, I forgot it. I forgot. Undefeated. So okay, so uh, you have you have those guys. Um, some of the a lot of those guys aren't actually active in the scene anymore, right? Yeah. So you have uh, see Nelson Jr. who never really uh, came back that. after that first show. after after that falling out with PWR yeah. um, was. Was Yusuf already part of that group? Oh yeah, yeah he he was he was. Um, How about and is he um, Owell or Matt Rojas as we know him? What I think, yeah, actually, yeah, Owell was part of it, but I only met him during Joshi Jam. Okay, all right, and which then, which is like the next thing that happens at this point, right? Yeah, and then there was this guy named T. Kirk Baskin Yogola. Gogola. Yeah. Who is? Oh, I have no I've idea. Never, who I've was. never heard him. He was one of the um, pioneers as well. Um, I believe he was one of the people who helped came up with the design of certain things. Uh, oh. Um, I don't think he's active anymore, but uh, shout out to Kirk. Thank you for your contribution to the scene. Yeah. How involved were you, Tarek? Were you part of this original group? I, I remember like this initial meetup happening, but I don't remember being there when Frankie... Was part of the group. I I, I don't. I so remember coming in after Joshi Jam. Oh yeah. Okay. 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 We were talking bef- like during Joshi Jam, but I came in after. All right. Yeah. So okay. So from this meeting at Trinoma, wala ka na nun. No, actually, um, after that, I started going to the trainings in AFP gym. That <gasps> stupid ring. I oh, I hate that so ring. Much. Oh, you bumped in there? Yes. Oh, man. We did We did like one month in there. Dude, uh, semi-concussion on first yes. day. Yes. God damn. Ouch. Yeah, my first... So who is... Yeah, yeah. at the time, that roster, the, those AFP sessions, that was Bombay-led, na, no? Yeah, it was Bombay. Then we had this big guy named... I forgot. I forgot his name, but he was, he was really big. Wasn't it the machine... Not the machine. No, not not yet. At that point, he we would, hadn't no, met him yet. Okay. He was like a Chinese guy. <gasps> no. Was it Stan C? <laughs> Dina Dina no, Dina uh, no, I never said from that AFP gym. We are. But I think I think batch one where uh, it's in a JDL, Chris Pants, yeah. and Ken Warren. They were already training. Mayhem. Mayhem. Uh, um, who? Shouts out to Mayhem. What's up? <laughs> apocalypse. Well, I have no idea who that is. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, the apocalypse. Yeah, yeah well, then, like, yeah. Yeah. Max. Yeah, yeah. Max was there. Yeah, Max is OG, right? Max was there. Um, Apocalypse was there. Uh, Candatera was there. Right, My first practice match was with him. Uh, So you umabot ka the trainings na yun? 
Yeah. Okay. So at what point did you have to like bow out and say, "Na okay, I'm done. I I can't help out." Because I remember um, at some point you actually came back in Young Boyd for PWR. Oh, um, so they transferred the training facility to the yeah, Bombay what is now Suarez. the Bombay Suarez. Yeah. So developmental center. center. And during that time, I I didn't know how to commute other than a taxi because had it batang had Right. So <laughs> I, I couldn't give my parents an excuse like, oh, I have to go to Paranaque. School just, project every Sunday. Yeah, so like I just couldn't. <laughs> and at the same time, um, since um, PWR was, I don't know, it was it was going to showcase itself now. It's going to go legal now. Yeah. So I'm not allowed because I was only like, I was going to turn 17. Palang. Okay. So I, I talked to, I actually talked to JD about it. I was like, Yo, um, is it okay if I if I join you guys again? And I think I had a small. I was gonna have a part yata on Revo Now. At mm. least that's what Micros told me. All right. So yes. Revo Now, for context, was the very first practice show, uh, which the was held in May show. 2014. Yeah. Which is why Revolution X is always around this time because it's the anniversary of Revo Now, right? Yeah, so traditions. Yeah. For I like that. That's for context. Cool for context. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, kaya lang. Um, JD told that, me. That's at least how I understand it. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry to cut you off. That's okay. Go, go, go. Yeah, uh, so, so JDL told me, na, oh, uh, um, uh, how old are you again? And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was well, really... Was it a respectful how old are you again? Does it matter, Kamas? I don't know. Shut, it, it, it Shut was, up, Kamas! It was, it was pretty vague. But they, I think they knew them in, uh, when I started training, I was either 16, turning on 17, or like I was 17 already. But I said during the first few trainings in AFP, we had a flyer. That so I your f- waiver was a flyer. No, yeah, no, 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 was, no, no, was that no, a waiver? No, no, no. Or yeah, it's a waiver. It's a waiver, waiver, but, uh, waiver. That I think I forged. Oh, yeah, I did. You lied. No, no, no. Um, like <laughs> pretty sure he wasn't the last one to do that anyway. So no, it doesn't no, matter. Like it, it, it uh, no. It says that I'm, I'm a minor, pa, pero I'm allowed to train. Ah, and then oh. you had to get your parents' permission and shit. Yeah, so I forged that one. <laughs> so fast I forward. I hope to... your parents aren't listening. Fast forward to JDL and you having that conversation, he just basically leaves the door open for you to come back anytime you want. Well, he just told me, I know, well, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but you have to be, I don't know, you have to be 18 at least to train. To participate. Yeah. yeah. So it, it was sad because I remember there was like one session and I was talking to to Ken Warren because mm. me and Ken Warren go way back. Like he was one of my favorite people in school. Um, I asked him, like, hey, is it okay if I can drop by and just watch you guys so I can take notes? So I messaged JD because I think he was... Him and Bombay were not the, the head of training because back then it was it used to just be see Bombay. Yes. But then he told me, like, oh, I'm sorry, man, but this is going to be, I don't know, this is going to be a kind of like... Um, Conf- closed door. Yeah, closed yeah, door, closed door, anything. Kind of training. So that kind of that kind of broke my heart. Oh. I said, I, I I was willing to at least suck up some knowledge, like psychology wise, because I couldn't bump it, and yeah. probably like bribe them to if I can bump. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can I take bumps? <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, and then after that, um, I think yeah, I started young boying, but I was only young boying because I. I didn't have money to go to the shows, so <laughs> this is your way in. Yeah. And also, I, I kind of want to. Yeah. Anyway, I, I I miss I miss the guys really from 
from the AFP days. Because in the AFP days, I I already had a character. I already had a stable. So so Frankie Thirteen was no, already. I wasn't Frankie. I wasn't Frankie Thirteen. I was I was called the Hate. Yeah. Okay, yes. okay, so edgy. I, I want to yeah. get into that. I want to get into that. So, so was the hate an edge lord? Yeah, like I think <laughs> I was. I was Jay White before Jay White. Wow, shit! Like the jacket with a knife. I, I was gonna introduce. I, I had like a Swiss knife at home, and I, and I asked him, like, "Is it okay if I if I use a Swiss knife just just for the aesthetics of it?" Oh and God! Yeah, I, I was uh, no. I was supposed to be in a team called the Riot Squad. Before oh, the Riot Squad was a thing. I remember this. Yeah, with Apocalypse and see, yeah, see, you know. I remember. Who, with, which Hannibal, one? Which with one? Hannibal Lecter. Oh, okay. That that one, that one. Yeah. Wow, that would have been interesting. So, two masked guys and then you'd have... I'd have, like, the, 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 the pain. The, the, okay, yeah. Oh, that would be interesting. And in the jacket, the hot jacket. I think. Yeah. So, that was your initial gimmick. Yeah. Um, it was supposed to be, like, Straight Edge <laughs> Society. The Street Edge Society with more edgelordiness. Yeah, so it's more yeah. like the Edgelord Society. Or yeah, the Edgelord <laughs> Legion. I think yeah. the Riot Squad eventually morphed into the Brannigan Brigade. Yes, yes. Oh. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. 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 <laughs> anyway. Yeah, who, who, who remembers that, Dima? I, I barely do. Anyway, uh, so, okay. So, you ended up Young Boy. How many shows did you Young Boy? Because I remember meeting you at Revolution X, the very first one. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, did you... What happened in Joshi Jam? Oh yeah, we didn't talk about Joshi Jam. We oh. skipped. We jumped that though. Joshi Jam, I think yeah. I young boy. I don't. You you helped out. Yeah, I helped out. So Joshi Jam, for those of you who aren't as familiar with uh, the history of local wrestling events, was sometime in January 2014. It was a show mounted by uh, Reina, right? Yes. Uh, and Tajiri was part of that show. So Shuri Kondo and uh, Juro Kurosho, the bodyguard. Mia Yim. Mia Yim, yeah, uh, all those names were part of that show. And uh, one of the early incarnations of, P- of PWR was part of that organizing group. And that's why you'll remember that a bunch of guys in PWR shirts were around the venue. But that's where yeah. uh, I think Bombay... Uh, Bombay had a, Bombay uh, got in the ring yeah. uh, during intermission. So that, that all happened. Yeah, what was your role there, Frankie? Um, I was sort of a, like what the young boys are doing now. But I was like circling around... And so nasan ka nung tinulak si Tajiri sa akin? <laughs> you were there? He was, uh, there. he was at the show. Oh, he was at the show. Oh no, like... Di mo ginagawa trabaho mo eh. No, no, I, was, I wasn't supposed Kaya to actually... Kaya ka natanggal sa PWR eh. <laughs> oh man. Close low blow. Oh. No, no. But Shinsuke like, low blow. No, kasi I was positioned on the farther side. Like, Excuse me. Where people... Wait, where people, people weren't there. But, uh, I think... The most mem- memorable thing I, I I did there was I like you guys saw the picture of Mia Yim with a PWR shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gave her the, that was my PWR oh. shirt. I, I gave it to her. So somewhere somewhere in Florida, Mia Yim has your shirt. Hopefully. Yeah. Were you standing topless in front of her? No, no, no. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> I think you know I, I changed already. Yeah, I changed already. So you gave me a PWR shirt. Oh no, I didn't wear it. I didn't wear it that time. I was wearing the Reina shirt. Oh, All right. Nice. Okay, so that that was your role at Joshi Jam. Yeah. So okay, uh, let's take it back to the PWR shows because you know I I still wasn't able to get that answer. You know, so how many shows did you work as a young boy for PWR? Wait, hold on. Uh, first Revolution X, uh, the first I Academy show. Yeah, I remember that one. I remember that. One. That was the first PWR live. No, no, the first PWR live was in MCS. Fake news, kahams. Second PWR live. <laughs> uh, uh, 
Yeah, honestly, those are. I think those were the. I think there was another no, one. There's another one. There was a Bayanihan. You worked like two Bayanihan shows under me. I remember those. Oh, that was, that was an, like last year. Oh yeah, last, last, last year, year last, last year. Oh yeah, last year. Uh, I did two Bayanihan shows. One in the when where was Renaissance again? Uh, Playland. Yeah, you knew time they affiliated kind with uh, NWF. Like yeah. what? What I was trying to ask was the the PWR days, pa. Oh, like like before NWF came to be. So, so what 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 I was trying to get at was where does NWF come in for you? Because oh. oh. by this time, uh, you turned eighteen, or you were on the way to becoming eighteen, and I was then 18. yeah, yeah. So one thing that I never really figured out as someone who'd known you, diba, was why didn't you train with PWR the moment you turned eighteen? Oh, um, and where does MWF come into the picture? So, um, the first time I young boy in Revolution X, I was gonna turn eighteen. Na and that was twenty fifteen. Yeah, in, in July. That was the the PWR live in I Academy. I was already eighteen. Na, but um, I think uh, bootcamp because it has a schedule. Eh? Yes. Right, yeah. So you can't just come in and be like, "Oh, I want to train to be a wrestler. It's my dream." Blah blah blah. Yeah. Yeah, but like I talked to uh, no, to Hannibal Lecter and to Chris Panzer. <laughs> 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 yeah, I talked to Hannibal Lecter and Chris Panzer. I told them like, "Hey, um, you know, since I kind of am like one of the OG people, is it okay if like I I train now?" And then they were like, "Okay about it." They were like, "Okay, we'll we'll tell we'll tell Yusuf about it, and we'll message you about it in the long." So I was I was pretty hopeful now. This was the time that he was still the president to Yusuf. Yeah. Yeah. That was um I think I messaged Yusuf about it and he told me like oh ano na lang next boot next bootcamp ka na lang sumama. I was honestly I was like kind of disappointed because Hannibal Lecter was really selling it to me na hey um I really think you can you can just join in na agad kasi you're pretty important eh. So I kind of bought into that. That was Yeah, and then when when Yusuf told me na maybe next bootcamp na lang, I was so disappointed that I started a band and like I was like, you know what? Never mind. Maybe maybe this is this isn't for me because and it's been like a year na and I still haven't gotten in. And then I learned that the Yolos were able to get in and they were like 17 when they started. So they were, they were. Yeah, because yeah. I met them on the, no, I met them on a 21 Pilots concert. Nice, the one in Glorieta. Yeah, and I recognize them because I met okay. I met Red and the Yolos during my first Young Boy Days uh, Revolution Netflix. X. Yeah. And I, I talked to them. I was like, "Yo, guys, like, are, are you in bootcamp?" And they told me, like, "Yeah." And then they asked me like, "Why why I'm not in bootcamp? Uh, why why I'm not in bootcamp yet?" And I told them, "Oh, um, because uh, when I was gonna join, I was you were too young." Yeah, and then the second time I was late, like late enough for the registration thing. And then they told me, "Oh well, well we kind of lied about our age." And I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> Classic Yolo. Actually, that is a bombshell, though. No, I for, you you forget that that they were so that you know the three of you are so young. Yeah. So young, and then yeah. So you ended up taking out your frustrations in a band. Yeah, because like ever since I was a kid, I I had two plans. I was either gonna be Batman or a wrestler. Like, cause I really, like, honestly, like, I, yeah, yeah. I was, I was a big, yeah, I was a yeah. big Batman fan, and and since he couldn't afford to like commute to this place or that place, obviously Batman wasn't in the, yeah in the equation, right? So it wasn't a possibility. So yeah, the spelling, eh, I I play 
I can sing, I can I can scream. So I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna vent it all out and, and become a rock star. And then so after my my last young boy date, which was Yung Sa Academy, yeah, I stopped watching. I stopped um, being updated with the uh, with the local scene because I was like, you know what? Like I'm just. I'm just gonna become a rock star. Probably get high, get drunk, pass out, go go to Live like that life. go Live to that England, life. tour and stuff. Probably like have an alcohol problem, a drug problem, and then write a book about it. <laughs> okay, so that was okay. Okay, yeah, reading was, is fun, kid. <laughs> I was gonna say, I was gonna say that's that's a lot. Okay, okay. Right, right. So but, but, okay. but but during this time, did you quit watching wrestling altogether? It it was weird because during this time, Jack TV took out wrestling. So, uh, they Fox and no, Fox, no, no, Fox, 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 Fox had, uh, had uh, WWE for since, at like, least 2014. a year. Yeah. So, uh, judging by your timeline, this was around 2015, 2016. Fox, no, no. I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when 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 Fox had WWE, I couldn't really follow up with the schedule because uh, I think we didn't have Fox on our cable. Yeah. Mm, okay. Right. That was so. Well, uh, like during that time, the like, I I just really wanted to be a rock star, so. <laughs> I I was I was like I was getting updated th- through FB like Facebook but then well oh, free data yeah free Facebook <laughs> free Facebook free Facebook yeah but you know like I I wasn't I wasn't a big mark anymore like, all right I was I was kind of a jaded person uh, that time so what reignites a spark in your wrestling fandom and is MWF involved at all in this <coughs> um. Well, I was in it, uh, like, Sigura, a year ago, like, well, two years ago, I was starting to watch again because I was getting into New Japan and oh, okay. the Ring of Honor stuff. That Cause, stuff. Because of, of Bullet Club, honestly. I, I got into, I got back in, back to it because of Bullet Club. That was, I was getting some itches. I was like, oh, man, I, I, I want to I wanna do it again. But... Yung itch to wrestle, hindi yung itch sa katawan, ha? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the itch to wrestle. Like, yeah, no. So, like, I was getting some itches, what? <laughs> yeah, I felt like I don't know. I felt like maybe PWR doesn't want me back. Cause but you never asked. Remember, I asked. Kaya well, well, that's like at this time I thought, parang siguro di na lao pa You know, like stupid. But during the teenager stuff. No, but yeah. uh, this was the time the post Yusuf na. No, when, no, when no. Thing, I didn't even know about that. Okay, okay. I didn't know about all of that. Cause I, talagang I think I no longer. You just like disconnected it, yeah. from yeah. everything. Yeah, I made a new account, which is the account I have yeah, now. Yeah, you, so. you kind of had like three accounts going at some point. Yeah. Yeah, th- I those remember Those are for this. E-feds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are for E-feds. Um, where was oh, I again? Man. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah so, so, so yeah, you're trying back, to get back, back into, into wrestling, wrestling and you didn't know if PWR would have you back. Yeah, and also because CM Punk was in the UFC now. So I thought maybe I should just do MMA. Yeah. So I tried doing jiu-jitsu. Mm. Um, it was it was okay. Got me got me in shape. yeah, I was really, I parang there's like a thought back in my in the back of my head like maybe like maybe I should try this, like just maybe. So I think during like Christmas last 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 two years ago, before before December. the before Wrestle Kingdom, uh, Okada versus Omega. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Summer, yeah. Christmas 2016. Yeah, yeah. Um. I, I, I want to do it again now. But do it, meaning wrestle. wrestle yeah, wrestle. I want to wrestle now. I was trying to find that thing that's going to ignite 
like the passion again because I was becoming a casual fan na again but I was still in the band and mm. priorities yan priorities yeah mm. and I was getting gigs at Glorieta with 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 some Ateneo stuff so it was it was it was going good na and then Wrestle Kingdom happened and I saw that Okada vs Omega match and then after that match I was like oh man yeah I really want to do this I really want to do this Galang when I checked on the PWR page I was like Brian Leo is is, is uh, has been released and then I was I was looking up Mayhem Brannigan of Hannibal Lecter stuff. That's like, fine. Who? <laughs> Hannibal Lecter, yes, the fictional character yeah, from like, Science of the Lamb series. Yeah, like, oh, wait, he's. He, and, like, the thing with me and Hannibal Lecter is, I viewed him as my big brother. Because him and see, Chris Panzer, they were, like, the really nice ones to me when I was starting they out. They care of you. Yeah, um, they were, like, the first two people who, like, if I, if I couldn't catch on to what Bombay was telling me, like, they would really help me. Yeah. When I couldn't see him anymore, I was like, "Oh, like is is, but is is everything uh, still okay?" Stuff but like were that. you keeping in touch with him at the time? Um, at that time, no. Di Machado. But I think I would message him once in a while. I was, uh, uh, but I would say like, "Hey, kamusta?" I think I tried telling him that I, I'm doing music. Yeah, you know. Also, yeah, because he was doing music at that time also. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, you ended up. Trying to find a way, pero wala ko mahanap na in because like the people you knew at the time were inactive na. Yeah, aside, inactive aside or, from Chris Panzer. So yeah. why didn't you ask Chris Panzer to like, uh, you know, help you get back in? Well, honestly, nahiya ako. Cause like, I would I would talk to him and Hannibal nate, but I was more I was more um, I was socializing more with Hannibal. Uh huh. Okay. So yeah, I don't know. Nahiya nung talaga ako. But um, I got back in because I was still friends with Mikers. Okay. Right. And Mikers posted something in on Instagram, and and then the caption, "Merry Christmas from the Manila Wrestling Federation. Federation." I remember this one. Yeah, because like three years ago, Mikers told me when he exited um, PWR, he told me like, "Hey man, we're gonna make we're gonna make a no, we're gonna make a a new Fed. Like if you wanna if you wanna join, like." You're open, like the door is open for you. But during that time, I was like, no, like you know, your P- PWR is where I want to be, pa. That was so I messaged him. I was like, okay, what's this Manila Wrestling Federation thingy? Is, is this the the I one that you this. were yeah. supposed to make that, pa? And I really, I really didn't know about it until I saw that Instagram post. So I contacted him. I was like, yo, um, so do you have do you have a promotion? And then he told me, like, yeah, yeah. And next week we're gonna have a training in I know Ninja Academy. And that's how I met um, Robin Sain and the rest of the guys in MWF. So, see Robin Sain, who was uh, part of OG PWR. You never met him in, in in your days with PWR. Nah, but I would see his I would see his um, his pictures on the MWF. Ah, sorry, on the PWR roster page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you knew you you knew the extent of contact in you. So. Um, it, it was really more of you couldn't find a way back in PWR and then it was Mike Shannon who reached out. It was me who reached out to Mike Shannon. Okay, okay. You reached out to him and then from there, you know, like that's how you became part of like the first batch of, uh, first first roster for MWF. Yeah, because uh, uh, me and Mike Shannon, before um, before all of the wrestling, yeah. we were like really close then because we were supposed to also make a band. Um, so that, that was a, that was a way for me to like kind of like rekindle that friendship. 
Because uh-huh. I haven't talked to him in like a year and a day. Because when I, when I sort of like quote unquote excommunicated myself from the local wrestling scene, I didn't talk to a lot of people who were involved. Right. So, okay, so um, from there, uh, you know, you enter Ninja Academy, you, you get into MWF. How easy was it for you to like pick up where you left off? Or did you basically start from scratch, clean slate, and all that? Like, like honestly, I started from scratch because I know, like, so I've done bumps before. Going in, I was pretty confident. So, like, oh, I, I've bumped on concrete because basically that was <laughs> that was the ring yeah, in, in, in AFP. Yeah. Like, I've had a semi concussion before, I can handle this. That's what I like on my first one. I me feeling that you sternum mo. Mm. Like yung, 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 like your intis, your, and your, your insides. insides are jumping up. Yeah, and it's getting like, to you. Because I haven't bumped in like two years now. At that time, so like, damn. I know. I I was one of the slower guys, to be honest. And slow as in slow to pick up, or slow as in physically slow mobile. Yeah. Um, like you would move slowly. I, I can I can pick up on some stuff, but like my bumps weren't good. Like. But I think the only thing, yeah. uh, the only place where I, I was pretty much okay was with the grappling stuff. Cause I, I, I do, I know, I do jujitsu and I watch a lot of world of sport. Eh. Mm. So, parang that played into you were that you were the technical guy in a room of how many guys at the time? Um, so the first batch of MWF trainees was me. See Morgan Vaughn, Hansel Silva, and see Moises. Um, like the Fabs was a uh, no. Fabs and um, see Robinson. They were the ones who were teaching us mostly because Mr. Lucha would drop by, but he wasn't there often. It was always um, see Fabs or see Robinson. And Fabs was the he was a uh, no. He he was the one who. Who was really good with the technical stuff. Okay. So instantly, I, I fell in love with training. Because, yeah, I was pretty much bad at the bumps at first. But I really love the technical aspect of pro wrestling. You love chaining. Yeah, like, okay. I love chain so much. That's why I really love British pro wrestling. So you started uh, training with MWF sometime in, what, early 2017? Yeah. Because yeah. you, uh, like, I, I guess for us, you resurfaced right around that time then. Yeah. Because, you know, that's when Correct. you started... Uh, showing up again at local events, and then you young boy a few shows for PWR. So, um, I, I guess the first question from there is, where does the Frankie Thirteen character come from? Because uh, you said that that wasn't your original gimmick back when you were training with PWR. So, how did you come up with this new character? Um, so my first character on PWR that was just me being like, uh, I want to be, I want to be like, no, I want to be someone from like My Chemical Romance, like. Yeah, you want to be the patient. You want to be. You want to be. Jeremy. I, I want to be. Yeah, I want to be like like a much more sadistic version of Gerard Way. <laughs> that was okay. Yeah, and uh, then, no, I, 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 this is this is very. I, I'm laughing because I love it and I see oh. it. <laughs> I see it in my head. It's good. It's good. Okay, keep going. Keep going. Yeah. Um. So like, nung sa MWF na, I think uh, after like a month and a half of training, I didn't want to debut ba. Because I wasn't confident with myself, eh. Um, and then, yeah, see, Robin Sane told me, like, dude, we have, like, we don't have a lot of people for the first show. So, 
we're really gonna have to book you, but we're gonna we're gonna dub it as parang you know like those lion uh, young lion shows na they're like two young lions fighting. So parang ganun lang siya. So I was like okay with it because I didn't want to grad quote unquote graduate yet. Yeah. Because I really wasn't comfortable yet. Um, this I needed a no. I needed a name now, and I needed a character. Like, not a full-on character, but, like, something I can play with. Something, like, an aesthetic to begin yeah. with. So, um, at first, I was just going to use my real last name, which which was Villar. I was going to be as Frankie Villar. Because I was already using Frankie13 as my stage name for my band. Okay. Uh, wh- wh- what's the name of the band, back? Um, It's called... I was in two bands. Well, the first one was Up the End. Up the anti because I didn't want to spell as anti because it wasn't edgy enough. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and then the other one was? The other one was Crimson and Cosmic. This was my attempt of like trying to make the 1975 kind of music but adding some screaming on on the bridges. I love it, I love it. So Frankie 13 uh, was your your stage name with the... With like the in bands. music and all that, and then parang nadala mo sa wrestling. Yeah, where's that come from? Like why thirteen? Why with a U? Um, so this goes back to My Chemical Romance. Uh, my favorite, my favorite um, band member in My Chemical Romance. His name is Frank Aero. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, like you, my my hair before I used to model it either out of Gerard Way or Frank Aero. And if you want a visual idea of that, imagine like yung parang bob cut na sobrang ano ng bangs na. Yeah. Sobrang baba ng bangs it almost covers your eyes. It, it's almost the stereotypical emo boy look. I was a, I was a stereotypical emo boy. Oh, they, oh, oh the, 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 well, it's a... Yeah. yeah that's, that's, that's it's funny though that you like Frank Aero so much kasi like you're a gangly kid. You're pretty tall and Frank Aero is like the shortest of the bunch. No. I guess, I, guess anyway, I can relate to how awkward he is sometimes. Yeah, be- yeah, yeah, because he's yeah. short relative yeah. to the rest of the guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, uh, um, back in back when I was in my band, I would copy how he would move. So I named myself, I don't know, Frank, uh, Frankie. But I needed a cool last name. His guitar, like one of his guitars, it has a number thirteen on like on the top. S- yeah, stick yeah. on it. So I was like, mm, what about what about Frankie thirteen? That sounds, that sounds very edgy and angsty. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna take this. So yeah, that's how it started, um, and it also runs with it. Also runs with Friday the Thirteenth. So, oh, right. Frankie Thirteen, Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah. So yeah. and then yung you para lang maibaga nun like paedulet. Yeah, paedulet. I was like, I, I don't want to spell with a normal I. <laughs> I'm yeah, not spell with you. Yeah. This is so, branding. And no, then if it isn't obvious by now, through you know the course of Frankie Thirteen's story, the Grunge Grappler pretty much describes everything he. Uh, gone through to get to this point, but like this is who you are. The grunge grappler really is a combination of all the things that make you you. Yeah, the funny thing about the grunge grappler um, gimmick yeah. in the moniker is, so the whole f- um, the grunge grappler gimmick was kind of rushed because I really didn't know what was what I was gonna be during the first show, and they were asking me for like um, like a character or like a nickname. So I was like, uh, well, I like Nirvana. And I like I like technical grappling, so I'm just gonna be like the grunge grappler. But during my first year in MWF, I I wanted to, I didn't want to be the grunge grappler anymore. Like, but there were like times when I would talk to myself like a soliloquy or something, wherein, but um, I would convince myself to hey why not talk to the trainers and tell yourself I tell them that um, to take you off 
the, the active roster and go back to just training because I wanted to reinvent myself because last year I wasn't that confident with the character and how I moved so why didn't you why uh, why are you still Frankie 13 um I was a no um so during my match in, after my match in Republica where Moises Luanag did the Batman Bane mm, thing yeah, to yeah, me the, the back the break Pieta. yeah the back the, break the, the Pieta, Pieta the Pieta happened because that was supposed to be my exit. You know that, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That was supposed to be my exit. No, but if you want to share the story yeah. with the listeners, go right ahead. Um, so, after um, noong, which re- was it Revolution X 2017? The f- yeah. Yes, yes. So, I attended the, fir- uh, the Revolution X 2017. That was, that's when I reconnected with Silla Owell and... Yeah, like I, m- I met the guys that I used to see. That was about them. They were like they were nice to me. So, and they were always welcoming the men. That was in MWF. Like during that time, I wasn't really I wasn't that happy because when we would train, and we we don't get we don't get enough time because Ninja Academy would only allow us one hour. So, I mean, I wasn't I wasn't fulfilled as as a worker now. I don't think I'm gonna be better if if I would keep training. Even like, even if I would keep training, I used to go to consistently every week. If it's only gonna be an hour, I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be good. So, I started. I went to the restback show in Photon. Photon. Yes. Yeah, in Photon. Hottest show ever. It was. It you was. Were there. Not not even gonna I deny. You were there. Before that show, um, I talked to. Trian. Me and Trian became friends before that show because uh, we were on the same band circle going yeah. on. All right. Um, so he told me like, "Yo, um, you're welcome to train with us." Because uh, and he was he was he was reminding me, oh, like you're pretty important." Because uh, like people told me, "Nah, you're one of the you're you're one of the first few people who started this." Mm. So shampere, I, I was feeling like I, I I felt the welcoming aura. So um, Trian convinced me to. Train with them to Bombay Suarez. Yeah. So developmental center. Yeah. And yun. So my um, I went to the restback show just so I can talk to Sila Owell. So after the show, I talked to Owell. I, I asked him like, "Hey, am I still welcome if I would if I would go back and train with you guys?" And he told me, like, "Yeah, like, um, but you're gonna be you're uh, no, we're not gonna we're not gonna put you in and book you again. You have to go to boot camp first. I was I was okay with it because I wasn't really confident with myself, eh? and that's why um, I started young boying again. So all right, so that's how the young boying came about. But at that time, did you ever think that you know what? I think I'm better off just uh, staying sa PWR or just staying sa MWF, or did you think that maybe I could do uh, I, I I could be the guy who bridges both promotions? Because remember, at the time there was still a bit of tension between PWR and MWF. Yeah. So where did you fit in all of that? Um, so yun nga, I was supposed to leave na after Republica, but Mike Shannon talked to me. He asked me like, hey, because um, Mike Shannon really dig the whole grunge grappler persona. Because it reminded him of like him when he was younger because he was like a grunger kid. And he was my, he was my close friend there. Eh? So he didn't really want me to go. But I personally, I really wanted to leave na. Uh, At that time. Yeah, but yeah, like, like, hey, um, you can go train with them, but I still want to book you. Yeah, you, see, you, were, you still, you, they still felt 
at the time that you were going to be a part of MWF moving forward. Yeah, because like he did tell me that he has plans for me, and he and he sees he sees something in me. But that time, talaga, I was kind of down. I wasn't confident yeah, yeah, at all. You were you were really frustrated at the time. The parang I remember talking about to you about this like after one training. Yeah. You know, you had, you had your, your frustrations, but Kamas didn't tell a story. Yeah, no, I'm just shut just up, Kamas. Just reminding him of where he was at the time. Yeah, and like if if you see me during that time, I was like a hundred and. 39. Yeah. I was really thin cuz I cuz I was really that sad. Um yeah, and then um when Mike Shannon told me na I'm allowing you to I know if it's okay with them too that I would book you while you're still training with them and you're also training with us. Then I, I I'm going to give you the green light. So when he told me that, I told mm. parang naisip ko na okay, like maybe cuz I have friends with I know I have friends on both sides. So far during that time, Akulang Yata and Sen had actual friends from both rosters. Yeah, yeah Sen so, being Robin Sane. Yeah. yeah. So I thought no, I know <laughs> I thought like maybe like I can help like bridge like bridge the gap between the two promotions. Cause I really didn't I, I really didn't want the two promotions to be fighting. La Luna, um it's still pretty young cause. Hmm. The scene and, as a whole. Yeah. Yeah, and like I don't wanna have an uh, I want to have like a kind of scene na parang indies talaga mm. that time. So yeah. what happened was you never really defined like where you stood or oh yeah, no I think that's not the best way to put it. It's more of like you never really made a move. It's more if you stayed with MWF but you would uh, train with PWR when you could and then you would help out at PWR shows or watch PWR shows when you could. Tama ba yung ano? Tama ba yung baso sa what decision you ended up making? Yeah, because um, Sami Bombay Suarez, it's pretty, it's like really far from my house. And Sundays, kasi, um, it's a tradition in my family that we go somewhere, right. we eat. Like most Pinoy families. Yeah, ganun. And they already allowed me to wrestle. Pero, parang one of their ultimatums was like, you need to be at least free on on Sundays. So, like, every Sunday that I would go to the Bombay Suarez um, Development Center, I had to like think of an excuse now. Oh, my my project, ako. Um, yeah, something like that. And Why I, your family doesn't know about you wrestle? My mom knows I wrestle. My my dad's side, because my parents are separated. My dad's side, some of them know, but they don't really they don't really care as long as like I have enough time to be at home. So, because Saturdays, uh, I know Wednesdays, I already I, I train at Ninja Academy. Okay. okay. And. Saturdays I trained uh, uh, sa MCS, and then Sundays I would go to I would go to boot camp kapag uh, Noel can offer me a carpool ride. Young right. boy Noel. Yeah, young boy yeah, Noel, right. like the, the the really jack guy. Who's bald? <laughs> I love him. I love him too. Okay, anyway, so, so all right, so what ended up happening was you were still with MWF. I say you would still be booked at the next few shows, de right? Like uh, you you would still wrestle. At you know the rest of the 2017 MWF shows, yeah. all the way to Noche Buena. So, um, I, I guess the question is, as it stands, you're not exclusive with anyone, are you? Right now, yeah. Uh, right now, and um, on the first year, I said I wasn't getting paid at MWF, so I was kind of like an intern, intern wrestler, you can say. But now, um. So like I'm getting paid by the new management, so I'm yeah MW MWF Nago because you know it's 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 now a job for me, 
because every month I get paid and you know they're treating me right. Like it's it's really it's really good in MWF right now. All right. It's actually great to hear, uh, you know, whenever you hear na, you know, um, it's it's really good at X company or at Y company. It's always good for the industry, for one, and two, it says a lot about you know how you're being treated. If you can say that about the company, so um, at at this point, you're. Uh, you've appeared at two PWR shows in canon, right? You were there yeah. uh, as a character, as a character alongside you know, Coach Gus Queens during the oh, uh, Networks match at Vendetta, and then you appeared uh, this past Sunday at Traffic. Sorry, two two Sundays two ago. Two Sundays ago, yeah. Um, now you're, you're kind of part of the story with the Yolo Twins and Robin Sane and the Trian Verse. Uh, how, how how does this mean to you? Like, what what does this mean to you as somebody who you know really laid down the groundwork for the organizations being put together? Um, well, I appreciate it uh, that both companies are they're like giving me giving me some sort of light. And I'm also I'm very, very grateful that I'm, like, I'm able to wrestle and I'm able to like show up not just on MWF but on PWR. Because I'm still, I'm still a huge um, I'm a huge PWR supporter still. Because you know, like I have, I have friends there. I have friends with, like, almost all companies right now. Yeah. So, so uh, I, I guess as we wind down here, last few questions. I want to ask lang na ano, about that bit you said na, you know, you are a supporter of PWR. Obviously, you're uh, affiliated with MWF in an official capacity, diba? Right? Um, did you ever do anything uh, with regard to your personal tensions? Because but there was a time na. You know, PWR and MWF weren't on friendly terms. Yeah. So aside from like trying to you know be friendly with people on both sides, uh, how, how did that sit with you? Like, what did you do to try to resolve that? Because yeah, I'm sure it wasn't easy on your end. Yeah, um, I like honestly, I got heat backstage uh, like with like last year in MWF because I was defending because you know like it's it's no secret like. MWF and PWR weren't really on, on like the best terms last year. I would be that kind of person uh, who would defend PWR because uh, I I know the product at that time. Like PWR was the first local thing I watched because you know, it's it's the first local promotion. Sure, and you were there at yeah. the start. Yeah, then because I was there, so like I knew like I knew some guys like I like for example, C. Ken Warren. Like hmm. I used to be like schoolmates with him. I used to like just crash like in his pad play play on a playstation with him so yeah, yeah I, I really well oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's happening yeah like <laughs> but, um, I was defending them because some of them are my friends eh? mm. so like I got heat for it because yeah some of them don't like how PWR is and I guess the same thing can be said with PWR some of them don't like what MWF was doing that time even so, you know, it, it wasn't easy for you. It and wasn't. How, uh, you said you got heat. Did you eventually get the heat away from you? Actually, that was one of the reasons, too, why after Republica, I was planning on jumping ship. Because it, it was a little... I don't want to mention names of them, but it was a little toxic for me. Na. Sure, yeah. Like, I didn't expect na I would end up in a situation wherein... There's like at least like one guy who doesn't like me because my heat wasn't really that big. There was like only like I think two guys who don't like who don't like me at that time. But also the the locker room was small, eh? so like well, yeah, it's it it is still small. So feel matalaga and like there's this one person that 
every time I talked to him that day, we were okay. And then that time, it feels like I was I kept walking on eggshells just talking to him. Para medyo plastika na. Yeah, I think uh, regardless of the workplace, regardless of the industry, it's never nice to have that feeling. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And it always makes it hard for you to keep working when all you want is to just do your job, right? So, so it's, a, it's a passion project by that time. Yes, it's not yes. like we're getting paid. So if you're not having fun, and you're not getting paid, why stay? Yeah. So did you get to... Uh, uh, stop me if you think that this is getting too personal, but did you ever get to uh, resolve things with the person or the people you had heat with? Or is it now just something that you just want to brush off and say, hey, you know what? I'm getting paid. I get to do what I love. Uh, I, I could care less what you think or what you say. Well, I don't know. Right now, I'm good with those guys because uh, what I love about MWF is like if one guy has a problem, it... Um, hindi nila, hindi siya magiging ganun kalaki kasi there's gonna be like they're they're gonna talk to you guy about it and yeah so I talked to person X the people involved yeah yeah uh, you know they, they they were they were good naman they were good mm-hmm. na kasi, I think last year PWR and MWF was uh, no, it was going on good terms na talaga right hmm. basically on the way to uh, this working relationship that both promotions have mm-hmm. yeah right okay so let's move ahead now and move towards the future. Because uh, this month there are two local shows. Right? You got Revolution X for PWR happening on May 20. Then the week after, you've got uh, the MWF show on May 27. Yes. So talk about your role. In, we, we've discussed the Revo X uh, story, obviously. So talk about your role uh, on, um, in, on the May 27 show. Um, on the May 27 show, I'm not, I'm not really booked because. Uh, I'm still injured. Right, right. Based yeah. on uh, the events so of the, the April last show. Kasai Zion! Kas one. Because Vex Lawin broke my, my arm. So right, right, right. So, so you're, you're on the shelf for Maki Wrestling Wag Matakon. Sadly, yeah. Right. Uh, okay. So, um, what can people expect though from Maki Wrestling Wag Matakon even though you're not going to be booked? And uh, I, I guess. Uh, another question our listeners might have is how much will tickets be? Where will it be held? What time? Uh, I think you're one of the best people to, who can answer this right now. Um, so, Wagmatakot Maki Wrestle is gonna be in uh, is gonna be in UP Bahay ng Alumni. Um, the ticket prices are two hundred ninety nine. Yeah. Um, so. May like, Yeah. And show still starts uh, at seven. Show starts at 6. 6, okay. Wait, Gates right. open Gates 5. Gates open 5. Right, right. Yeah, so we have ticket yes. bundles. Just like the recently announced Barcada bundle of PWR. <laughs> 5 tickets, 1,500. We will also be announcing our ticket details soon. Soon. See, this is why the senior analyst is in the booth to help us out for... Uh, <laughs> with these details. With these yeah. details. So we're going to see you there, right? You're going to be sitting with the rest of uh, our listeners, the audience who, who are going to be at Makiresing Wagmatakot. I, I think so because audience, I audience member, but are you gonna be pulling a John Cena WrestleMania? No, I don't know because I kind of want to jam with my friends, so okay. right. it depends. Okay, okay. So, um, where can our listeners find you? Because you do say that you're on social media, so are are you accessible? Do you want to keep it private or whatever? So, how, how can we find you? Um, like you can tweet me at Mishael thirteen spelling M I S H A E L. T-H-I, not a U, I-R-T-E-N. Yeah, that's really confusing. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll link it, we'll link it on, the, on our social. Streamlining. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. So Facebook, Meruba, or it's just... Yeah, is, there, is there a Facebook page? 
Facebook, like you can just add me on Frankie Thirteen. That's it. I don't have a page. We don't have pages yet. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. Yet. I don't know when. I don't know when we're gonna have pages. Um, <laughs> I haven't. Yo, what's my? Ins- do you know what my Instagram? Pulling it up. Yeah, this really. <laughs> yeah, Frankie underscore thirteen. Oh yeah, Frankie underscore thirteen. Master for social media use. With the U. Yeah. Yes. Masterful. Yes. All right. Uh, I don't 13. exist online. Don't look for me. <laughs> Frankie 13 and Tarek Altaik, thank you so much for joining us tonight. It was a blast. Thank and you. we'll thank catch you. you guys at Revolution X and maybe at Makiresting Wag Matakot. Yeah. See you all there. Awesome. Thanks again to Frankie 13 and Tarek Altaik for joining us on this week's episode. Now, before we get out of here, how about we let you know what our picks of the week are, and if you're new to the segment of the podcast, it's that time when we pick one match or segment that happened this week that if you just watch one thing, try to watch that. And I'll go first and pick the main event of NXT, Pete Dunne versus Roddy Strong. Oof. It's the first time I'd seen Roddy as a heel because I didn't really follow his ROH work. So yes, yes. I know I missed out on some shit, but you know. Um, I mean, it's, it was compelling back whatever. then, but it was so raw. And then now, now that he's refined it and now that he has more direction... It's interesting to watch. What I like about this is, as an NXT viewer, I've just been used to seeing Roddy work babyface. Like, as an underdog, Roddy versus the world. So, seeing him do a lot of the same moves, but this time with a different character, a different edge, I thought it was something na, uh, that, something refreshing, hmm. something that I'd never seen before. And Pete Dunne, as a babyface, I didn't think na he, he would be a convincing babyface. He, he can be when he wants to be. Yeah, uh, you know, siyempre mas bagay siyang heel kasi one pangit siya. No, but he does have the face. He does have that face. He's more of a contrabide, right? Oh. You know, I about Randy Orton, na mukha siyang demonyo, kaya mukha siyang contrabide. Same thing about Pete Dunne. So I like that their roles were reversed here. So even though we, di- we didn't really get a decisive finish, I can live with that. Yeah. So there, that's uh, my pick. And if, uh, if if you're wondering why we didn't go for Rollins-Balor, uh, guys, we've seen it so many times. I'm just done. I mean, yes, the matches are always good, but like, I'm ready to move on from Rollins Balor too. Yeah, na parang how many times have they put that together five. with five already? Yeah. So the record is Rollins three, Balor two. Oof. Okay, um, my pick of the week is the Greatest Royal Rumble itself. Oh, good choice. Yeah, I good had choice. I had fun with it. I had fun with it for, you know, for what it was worth. It was interesting, but my highlights always go back to Daniel Bryan. Yeah, Iron Man performance. Iron Man performance. The welts on his chest. I forget that that happens to him. And the thing is, he was in there so long with so many guys. The part you're just like, okay, get get in there with with Ray. Get in there with someone. Get in there. And it, it makes you happy. And the whole the match as a whole was hokey. You knew that there wasn't much at stake. But for what it was wasn't worth, much, there was nothing at stake. They got a belt. Fuck, fuck that. <laughs> and a big trophy. Yeah, Braun didn't even show up with that <laughs> shit on Raw. So, like, you, no, excuse you. Yeah, but it was, like, I had fun with it. I had fun with it. It was stupid fun. Um, but here's here's the big thing coming out of it that I'm intrigued with. Chris Jericho comes in at 50. And from there, he probably takes a flight to Japan. There are big things shaking up with Naito and the Intercontinental Championship. If this pans out the way I think it does, Chris Jericho, we're going to be talking about him next week. Sure, yeah. Um, I think it's wrestling Dontaku right? this weekend. Dontaku is this weekend. There yeah. you go. So if you are a New Japan fan, if you are someone who's keeping uh, an eye on the New Japan Pulse then 
watch out for Chris Oof. Jericho because if you remember the events of New Year Dash, he did attack that Naito. Naito. Yeah. So this, this, if this goes down, if this goes down for that title, and Chris Jericho is old school in the sense that if there, if he could throw out a red herring, he will, and he did say. Nah, oh, I'm done with New Japan. And when he says something like that, you kind you know of take that with a grain of salt because you never know what Chris Jericho has up his sleeve. So I am excited for this. He's a professional liar, everyone. You know, if you've if you've been paying attention to him long enough, you know that he's lying to you at some point. If he wants you to zig, that means he's actually going to zag. zag right? Exactly. So there, uh, keep an eye out for that. Now, a couple of reminders before we get out of here. You've got Revolution X happening on May 20. It's going to be at the I Academy Auditorium. We'll be back there third Sunday of May at around 2pm tickets are out so you can go buy them at Kramer Toy Warden you can also buy them at Tavern at the Crossroads at Kubao X Pauline Sprinting Pauline Sprinting or you can send us an email at pwr.tickets at gmail.com or over on the Facebook page facebook.com slash phwrestlingrevo or better yet kung may kakilala kang performer sa PWR or a staff member a crew member someone who a works with PWR or a young boy Send him or her a message and let them know. And we can hook you up with a discount, all right? So you got your normal 350 peso discount. You've got your Barcada bundle, 999 for three. And you've got the Super Barcada bundle or whatever we call it. I, big I, Barcada bundle. There, thank you. The Big Barcada bundle, five for 1,500, which is uh, a lot of savings if you ask me. Yeah, 500 pesos to be exact. Now, <laughs> after that, the very next week, May 27, last Sunday of May, MWF will be at UP naman and it'll be Maki Wrestling Wag Matakot as Frankie 13 and Tarek El Tayek mentioned tickets are at 299, 299. Uh, per, uh, per ticket and uh, if uh, if Tarek and the rest of the MWF guys are gonna go with their own version of the Barcada Bundle then uh, expect to round up your friends and avail of that Barcada Bundle as well because there's gonna be yeah they, they said they were gonna announce it and you know there will be, cool. be savings yeah so that should be cool so you can check out their Facebook page for updates it's Manila Wrestling Federation on Facebook yeah right? Kamas anything on your end? no I'm good alright uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna end this now because we're recording this uh, Friday midnight in a few hours or I should say and in a few hours I'll be trying to catch the Celtics beat the Sixers again yes NBA playoff season is in full swing and, you know, I hate Sky Cable that I can't get my games. I can't get the, the Warriors games in particular. Thanks, Reddit. All Cannot. I'm going to say. All I'm going to say. Not just, not just thanks, Reddit. Also, thank you um, other people with who paid for NBA League Pass back then when it was discounted. Thank you for lending me your accounts. <laughs> all right, all right. That's going to do it for us on behalf of Raf Camus and the indisposed Ro Moran. My name is Stan C and we are out of here. Peace. Let's go. Hey, this is for all my kids feeling, wheeling, dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, dripping, son of a gun. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 